this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. Today, we're going to talk about something a little bit offbeat, bringing us back to where many of you like to wander. You know, with the weather changes and changes in barometric pressure, and with the stress that can come during this time of year, and all of the natural and unnatural things that are going on in the United States and the world, many of us have headaches, a lot of tension headaches, and there's a plant that you can plan the plant in your garden. That's a lot of blah, blah, blah sounds, but you can plant this plant in your garden in order to maybe help you with headaches. Now, of course, I'm not a doctor, so if you're suffering from frequent headaches, that are unusual and you've never had them before, definitely consult your doctor. But if these are stress headaches and you know that's what they are, then this is definitely for you. So open up your big book of stuff and turn to the section on intentional gardening because today we're going to plant Feverfew. For those of you who are new to our land here, this journey, this special little place, you may not know, so I'm going to let you know, we always want to make sure we know the Latin name. So what we're talking about when we're talking about Feverview today is Tanacetum Parthenium, and you're going to find it, it's in the Aster family, so it's going to have those markers you're going to notice that it basically looks like a child's picture of what a flower should be. I mean, that's pretty much the easiest thing I can say. It's yellow in the center with the white petals around it. It's not as thin petaled as Feverfewer. I mean, not Feverfewer. As some Fleabane. It's got a little bit more substantive uh, petal to it, but it's not that far off. They are in the same family. And you've probably got some growing around you especially if you're in Michigan, but you might not recognize it, and that's okay. That's why we always look for our field guide, or you could probably go onto the Michigan DNR site, and they may have a few photos of it. It's always important to know what plant it is, what it looks like, and if you're growing it, that way you can watch it through its entire cycle and be able to better identify it. Oh, I'm tongue-tied today. great thing about this plant is some people call it migraine plant because it is absolutely astonishingly wonderful for migraines. I mean those heavy migraines. But remember, I am not a doctor, a medical doctor. I am not a certified herbalist. I am not a certified naturopath. I simply tell you about home remedies and things that work for me. Mixing this together with some lemongrass and lemon verbena and a little bit of orange mint and making a complex tisane, or as some people call it, tea. It's not really tea if it doesn't have tea leaves, but we're Americans, so we do what we want. But um, we make a, a, a nice infusion of that 
and drink it and it's just wonderful. And of course I add the orange mint, the mentha, because it actually, um, it actually brings out an antidepressant side to it. So if I'm sad or upset, I, and that's just working for me, I'm not telling you what it will do for you, it can bring it all together. The lemon uh, grass actually raises the temperature. So if I'm laying down and want to like relax in a cool bath af- afterward in order to help myself relax a little bit, this all comes together. Now, if you are in the SCA, and we're not going to get into that, <laughs> oh, and that is a Society for Creative Anachronism, and you can look it up here in the United States, but if you're in the SCA, you may have heard of this plant be referred to as medieval aspirin. It is used for a variety of ailments and ills, one of them being it could be applied to toothaches. So yes, people who have followed the show and know that you can use violet, while violet for toothaches, here's another plant you can use for toothaches, feverfew. Put it right on top. Uh, you probably should clean it first. Make sure there's no bugs. Remember, we don't just put things in our mouth. Make sure they're clean, make sure they're fresh, look around, make sure there's nothing that's been dumped right next to it, that it doesn't smell foul, that there's nothing dangerous nearby, and go right ahead. Also, always make sure you have permission of the person who owns the property before you start gathering things, unless you're just walking through and you just want to get just a little bit just for your tooth. So you probably are saying, you're telling me all this. What about fevers? It says fever few. Does it combat fevers? Yes, it actually has been used traditionally in order to help mitigate the effects of fevers to help bring them down. Another thing is this plant is beloved by ancient midwives because it helps with menstruation and childbirth or labor issues. So this is definitely one of those plants you want to get to know if you're studying midwifery and you want to learn the history of it or you have a little bit of um, an herbal side, herb-heavy side to your practice if you have things that you want to share and cross-reference with someone who may be taking a less allopathic path to their labor and delivery. But again, I will always refer you to the allopathic path when necessary because you never know what can go wrong and things can go wrong very quickly during childbirth. So always have your birthing professional there, always ready to work hand in hand with allopathic practitioners or medical doctors if necessary, if the need should arise. When you get to be my age, another thing that feverfew will help you with is rheumatism and arthritis. And I've been to the physician who took a little time with me and let me know that 
my joints and uh, the rest of my body have decided to get together and invite rheumatism into the party that is my existence. And now, rheumatism resides in my body alongside with my primary boyfriend, which is Arthur, arthritis. That's right. That's a joke. You got it? Good. But um, yes, I have rheumatism and Feverview can help me with this. So it's definitely something to keep in mind if you are someone who is uh, managing your daily life with arthritis, with joint pain, with some swelling, um, with definitely rheumatism and other ailments of that nature, this can, and I'm saying can because everybody's different, it can provide relief or at least assist in providing a measure of relief. There's a few things you need to know, though, before you use Feverview, and they're very important. If you're using blood-thinning medications or aspirin, do not use this plant. If you find that you are pregnant, do not use this plant especially if you have a delicate pregnancy or a geriatric pregnancy. And if you are having a tea out of it or a tisane or one that has it added to the mix of herbs, make sure you take special care not to let a child aged two or even three and under drink it. It's not for them. It's not best for them. I would even go so far to say that it could harm them, as according to what my research says. So we always want to be mindful. Much like honey, little ones can't always have what big people can have. So let's keep the pudding people safe. good reason to plant this plant in your garden is because it's just really pretty. It's beautiful. It is such a pretty plant. It looks delicate, but it's really not. It's a lot stronger than it looks. And it brings happiness when you see it. Again, it's like the child's painting of a um, of a flower. It just is just what you think of when you think of a little white flower. It's just so pretty. So I would highly recommend you plant this. This is something to add maybe to your herbal medicinal garden list for the upcoming spring. It's not too late to order seeds. So if you're going to do that, this is the time to do it. I'm loving it when we're getting ready for spring. It's one of my favorite seasons. I love every season though. And I wanted to share this plant with you because I wanted you to really give good thought to including it in your in your herb garden. And of course, I love sharing things with my friends and we're friends, right? Let me know if you are planting Feverview in your garden this year. I may be able to give you some tips. I've grown it several years now and it does some different things depending on where you plant it in the garden. 
I look forward to seeing you here again on our next episode of My Magical Cottage Core Life. And I definitely would like to point out that don't forget, our book is available on Amazon. And I'm saying our book because this is a book that came together because of you and me, not just me. It's because of we. It's called My Magical Cottage Core Life, The Quick Recipe Book. Check it out. You don't have to buy it. I'm not the boss of you. But I'd sure love to share these recipes together. Take care, and I'll see you soon.